Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's time. It's it, it's time. It's the Pantelis Podcast. And we've got Nick Drosos yes. from uh, NickFit.com. Is that what it is, Nick? NickDrosos.com. NickDrosos.com. So what's Nick Fit, bro? How come every time I come over, there's a goddamn Jeep there with Nick Fit on it? <laughs> there's two. There's Nick Drosos, yeah. which is my online business, and Nick Home Fit is my local business. There we go. Okay. So, so Nick Home Fit is for people in Montreal who want to find me and train with me. That's me. That's me right, right here. That's and right. we got Mike Rosa all the way from Boston, the goddamn anabolic alien himself. And they're both here to beat me up. Uh, so. look, look at the size of him, man. I know. Fuck, he's huge, yeah? <laughs> Bro, we went yesterday. I brought him to Tripoli. He had Ziki for the first time in his life. How did you like Tripoli? You never been to Tripoli? No. No, we did. No, we went last year, but I never had. What was it called? Sipuro. Uh, Bro, I thought he was going to turn into hammered. Hulk. Yeah, he drank Sipuro. He's like this. He drinks, he's like, Bro, my hairs are coming up. <laughs> yeah, Goosebumps. That's, dude, that's fucked up. Bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he's, I'm like, we're going to have tzatziki. He goes, what's that? I go, you've never had tzatziki? It's no. delicious sauce. Fucking got him tzatziki. He was like, Bomb. he was lifting today two times more. <laughs> he, had a, he had a steak at like, nine, uh, what time? Eight o'clock? He's like, oh, bro, are we going to eat after this? I'm like, hey, bro, you just had a fucking steak. Yeah, I'm going to have to slaughter cows so I can feed you. You put him on the Greek diet, it's over. <laughs> what's the first thing I had at that um, C2 too? Uh, he had a poutine for the first time, bro. You ne- but you know, obviously, he had a poutine. He's not gonna eat all that greasy shit all the time. He, it's 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 not a common thing for you. I don't even think they sell it in Boston. Good, they're trying not to kill you guys. <laughs> so how'd you? But you liked it, not oh, delicious. It's delicious, yeah. Oh, and it was like the old style with the sliced cheese, like the thick pieces, bro. How oh. was C two? Um, you know what? Like, I mean, it was it was interesting for us to go. I mean, we got the tickets because they were offered for free as influencers to me and Mike. Yeah, and. Um, you know, we heard uh, Valentin Tomas talk, the one who, like, she was a lawyer who left her business. The one that's living in, like, the, the beach? Uh, yes. Is that real? Because I don't believe her. <laughs> she's spearfishing. Get out of I here. don't know. It, it, from what she says, it's real. Now, how it, looks like, it looks like she's spearfishing for compliments <laughs> with every fucking photo. That's what it looks like, bro. It's interesting, right? Because we're talking about that with Mike. That's how she's, you know, uh, again, she's supposed to be doing this out of her life. But obviously, let me take away your Instagram. Are you still going to be spearfishing or are you going to be back home becoming a lawyer and trying to make money? The challenge is actually to be able to do it. If, if you go and you do it and you're like, I'm living by the beach, disconnected, but you're still connected. So this, I was, you know, how realistic is it? I don't know, you know, so she spoke and then there was another couple of good speakers talking about our generation of, of creators and the work we have to do. We have three seconds to get their attention or else they're gone. Yeah. I mean, Mike drank and we ate. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like that though. I like that they get all you guys together, like influencers. Yeah. But her, that thing, to me, it sounds stupid. It sounds fake. Yeah. It like, was more business than influencers. Though. Yeah. Like, right? We were actually at a place there, I felt like. Because yeah. I mean, we always do. Our, what do you, like? It's the way we talk and present ourselves. Everyone's so formal, wearing like t-shirts and joggers, and they're in all suits. Me and Mike are fucking drinking scotch, getting wasted. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you guys also started your own fucking businesses yeah, out of true. nowhere, yeah, out true. of nothing. That's real elbow grease, right? You put yeah. it, you put in the work, and you have your own and online. This kid's business. even more impressive, bro. Yeah, he's kicking so ass. He's I know, fucking so. twenty-four, man. Yeah. At twenty-four, I was out 
partying, fucking partying girls, like working in clubs. <laughs> getting, I was completely fucking lost. Kid's 24. He's got his shit together. Yeah, what man. time do you wake up? When do you start fucking everything? Training, working on the side, everything. Yeah, I mean, I work out normally like four to five hours a day. So my day kind of... <laughs> Fuck already. <laughs> my day normally, I go to bed around like 6 a.m., wake up around like 10, and then keep going in that process. And the app? The app, yeah. So How I'm, many downloads right now? My app's over 175,000 users Jesus now. Jesus fucking Christ. Fuck, bro. It's <laughs> impressive. It's really yeah. well. And finally, I just got up a call with Google, and Google's going to start helping marketing the app itself. So oh, nice. It's going to be big. This is, because there's how many? It's, I was telling you the other day, it's you, there's DDP, there's, it's, it's going to be like five people that have these kind of apps out there, and I think mo, like they're, they're all kicking ass. Like People are looking for a way to stay yeah. fit, people that they well, trust. There, there's a lot of them. I don't have an app. I have my site. You know, We're, I'm, we're actually going to be putting a section in Mike's app that's going to be self-defense. That's badass. It's never so been done. It's never been done, so they're gonna, I'm going to be teaching... My self-defense movements, how to elbow, palm strike, knee, everything in very simple movements in the app. So I think it's going to add, again, to the value of like, you know, putting, it's all about, you got to come up with new stuff, creative yeah. stuff. And mm -hmm. I think that's super cool. How do you, how do you think you got to retain, because everybody got fat and lazy and you went the opposite route. And then not only you personally, but then you're able to get over a hundred thousand people on board with you. You're like, get off your fucking ass. Come on, do this. How did, how, what do you think it was? You think it was just you as a person? They're like, I like this fucking guy. Let me you know, like it's actually I've before I really got into fitness I kind of never really found my structure I was getting in trouble I had a lot of medical problems and I kind of never really had a balanced life and then I got into working out I did a whole program with my mom the insanity program by Shanti and got hooked into fitness started getting addicted to it and then I was like I felt like my whole life changed I stopped getting as much trouble my medical conditions were way better and then I was like if I can make other people feel the same might as well try to do my best to help that because it helped me save my life that's fucking similar eh? yeah, that's fucking yeah, interesting yeah. and it's it's and then you have the gap right I mean I just think like because me and Mike we've been spending a lot of time together I think I'm always blown away and I was with my cousin Perry we were shooting the shit and we're like talking at our age of 20 bro what the fuck were we doing you know what I mean yeah. we weren't thinking like this we're yeah. like Seriously. so I, I guess I'm I'm and that's what we talked about too what's interesting and it's what's challenging for us is that we I grew up in a generation I'm 42 where social media didn't exist. We did business where you had to look at the guy in the eye, shake her hand, shake his hand, go meet them. Whereas now like you know I I went through where you know we were had beepers and cell phones yeah. to phones to you know and there's certain stuff that's moving so fast I can't catch up. His generation is easier. He's so much quicker in all this because they're born into that almost you know so yeah it, and, and for the apps like because yeah. you, you have a site now and yeah. i saw your program yeah actually you he's showing me some of it like he keeps training me a couple times a week it's like i lose some weight um so i know how that works right they'll, they'll yeah. come in they subscribe they get the program they know yeah. what courses to take and how, for the app is it something that monitors the performance also do they put in um like their stats how much better they're doing and you track it or is it just the courses they take it and they're able to access the courses yeah, so with the app, basically it's set up as a generator, so you always have a workout based on your customized selections. So whether you work out at home, whether you only have dumbbells, only have a barbell, or you work out at the gym, you can choose your selections, choose oh, what muscle groups you want to work, yeah. if you want to do time intervals or sets and reps based on your goals, and then how long you actually want to work out for, and it'll generate a workout in four clicks for you. Oh, and, that's fucking good. Yeah, yeah. A fucking good app, man. It's that's fucking smart. <laughs> yeah, because that's what normally happens. I'll end up places, let's say hotel gyms. Yeah. They don't have the same equipment I'm doing with you. Yeah. It's like, fuck, what do I do now? I still want to work out this... So I could take the app, say this is what I have available, this is yeah. how much time I have. Exactly. This oh, that's fucking exactly. badass. Exactly. And then follow along videos. You can follow everything. And then we're going to put full programming in eventually. But right now, it's just you can save all your workouts. And it's just a ton of options. You literally have on thousands of workouts. And it's a free download. That's a good fucking idea. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, man. When did you think of this? 
Uh, it's been out for a year and a half now. Okay. And you you knew when you were making it, you're like, this is a good idea. People are going gonna... to. So, I mean, it's just the same premises that got my YouTube channel popular. I make equipment, uh, equipment specific and time specific, whatever is most convenient to the person who doesn't really have the time to take away excuses. I like this. When, when did you meet? Uh, how did you guys meet? It's funny, man. We met, we met <laughs> in LA because we were in the same management company. Okay. And, uh, and we both dropped that company. Quick. Yeah, we, we, we both dropped it, man. It was like, I, I think the only good thing that came out of it is that we got to meet and spend like two, three days in LA and man, we freaking partied hardcore. But it's always like that. It's always oh, like, like that. oh shit. And, and you know, like, man, I'm 40, man. Like, I don't have the same energy. Like he'll go to bed at like six when he stayed in Montreal last time. Two hours later, he's up uploading a video. I was like, yeah, no. I'm like a fucking zombie, man. I'm like tired. I'm like. Mike, what are you doing? He's like, yeah, bro, what's up? I was like, he's like, he's ready, he's wired. He's wired, yeah. I mean, I'm like, shit, I need two days to recover now. So, no, but that kind of work ethic, that's what that's what gets you the next level. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Yes. If you're not gonna do it now, Nick, when the fuck are you gonna work? That's that's you're absolutely right, man. That's 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 where, like, I mean, if I would have known all this shit when I was 20, but I always say to myself, if I did, would I be the same person and what I've done my journey the same? I'm I'm, I look yeah. at even the shitty stuff that happened in my life. And I got to look at them and say, I'm so grateful they happened to me. It molded because you. Because it molded me. All it did was school me for later on to make me a better person. Where I can get to a point in my life where I can handle pretty much anything. I'm like, I don't break down. I don't, I realize I don't handle the things the same way. Because as you grow older and you're able to build your, your character, your strength, belief in yourself and all that stuff, you become more resilient. So it takes a lot more for you to like crack and break. Yeah. And you just fucking, you have a plan, you stay the course and that's it, you know? And now on to bigger and better things from wherever you guys were during that management time, right? When you had that management company? Yeah. Now you're both at two completely different places in your lives, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and you're way better off for it, right? Uh, you know what? For me, I, for both of us, for sure. You know what I mean? At one point, it's like it, it's it's crazy when you look at business and being an entrepreneur. You're constantly remolding, yeah, removing, yeah. readjusting. At that point in time, though, it did for me personally. It did help me with structure. It helped me kind of establish. Yeah. Helped me have a team behind my back when I necessarily didn't know exactly the direction I wanted to take. Then when I kind of figured it out, I realized they're not going to help me get to that next level. And that's when I was like, I can't proceed with this company. I took the basics. I learned what I, everything I could from them. Mm -hmm. And then now moving forward, I got to take that and then build on top of it. No one's going to do the work for me. That's kind exactly. of... Exactly. Yeah, but you, it's like that in life. Even when yeah. you first start your, your odd jobs, your part-time jobs as a kid, you learn from them. Sometimes you learn that you don't want to do this forever, right? You learn, you're like, oh, fuck, I cannot be a dishwasher. I cannot be, a, you know, I don't want to do mm -hmm. this. I got to do everything but this. So that motivates you. There's always different little yeah. things that you take from every experience, you know? And that's what happened to you guys. Mm -hmm. Look at that fucking... I remember fucking cool. washing toilets at the hospital, man. It was a fucking... That's the worst, man. And people were telling me, it's not so bad. Don't complain. You have a job. You know, uh, you know, be grateful. I'm like, I can't wake up every day and do the same fucking thing. And there's nothing wrong with it. Man, you know. Except some, for the toilets. <laughs> for some people, it's great. They love, some people like the security and the structure. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have a friend like that. I at 7. He finishes at 3.30. He, he does the same thing over and over. It, it, it secures them. It puts them in a safe zone. Being an entrepreneur, same as you, you're yeah. your own business, we're all our own. We never know. Tomorrow morning, wake up and anything could, you could get news that, and you just have to be able to, there's a lot of things that happen and the strength lies in your ability to adapt to yeah. whatever and be like, oh shit, this channel died or this Instagram happened. Like, okay, what do I need to do? You know, and you got to figure shit out and always keep, you know, readjusting to whatever's going on. It's definitely harder. 
but way more rewarding. And also to go be in the cubicle all day and that's it. You have no, like there's a lot of people who don't, they don't even have sports. They don't have um, extracurricular activities that they like to do. They don't have passions. It's just work, home, work, home. I don't know how, that would kill me. I, I know that I would slowly die like that. Yeah, that's why I love content creating. Yeah. It's always something new and you can always create something versus just doing the same thing over and over again. It doesn't get boring. Mm. I feel the same way. What's well, a part of what's what's fun and what part of what I love the most about doing is creating, taking something that didn't exist and putting something together. It's the same thing with you as a comedian is yeah. coming up with a new show, new jokes, new that's new some, surprises. New surprises, something that nobody's ever heard and you could put it in a way that that's heard for the same first time. People laughing like, fuck, I created that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the fun part. Yeah, that is the fun part, I guess. So it, me, for me, it's always how far uh, I could go past the line. That's the fun part for me. <laughs> that, 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 is that what your thing is? Is how far I could go, but it still has to be funny, right? Because <coughs> to me, that's the challenge. Because any, most comedians, like comedians that understand funny could make jokes. You could make things that are easily made funny. Yeah. It's easy for you to crack a joke. Yeah. But to take something that people don't normally laugh at and to be able to make them laugh at that, that's the skill. That's where it is. When you trick them and they start laughing, you're like, you see, I you fucking got you. You're on board with that. <laughs> you have those jokes? Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is, it must be daring for you too when you do those. I, I used to worry a bit more. Now you're like, I, fuck I, it. I don't give a fuck. You get I, controversy from it? Not as much as my friend. My buddy Mike got sued. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he talked about it. Yeah, Mike Ward was sued. He still, he still, in, he got sued by the uh, Human Rights Tribunal. He was burned. For a joke that he, so we had a kid here, uh, a kid. He's oh, an yeah, adult yeah, that's now. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, they called him Little Jeremy, and he, he, he had a medical condition. So his dream was to sing for the Pope. So they had let him sing for the Pope, um, and then I think it was Celine. He sang with all these yeah. people, and he was he's a terrible singer, and uh, and he looked all <laughs> fucked up. And Mike made a joke on stage about how the years were going and how everybody hated that kid, but Mike supported him. He's like, you know what? The kid's going to fucking die. Let him do it. You know, let him do it. Then he's like, oh, this kid's in the news again. Now he's singing for the Pope. And Mike's like, come on, man. This kid's going to fucking die. Like, let him do his thing. And then years pass. He's like, this fucking kid hasn't died yet. He goes, you know, we've been giving him support, money. What's going on? And then he found out what the kid has. The kid's just fucking, he's ugly. That's his fucking disease. He goes, this is too wide to support this kid. So it was a good joke at the time. It was in French and, and, it, and it worked very well on, in, in French, like the way he said it. And then years later, uh, the mother went and sued him, brought Mike to the human rights tribunal, uh, like saying that he violated the kid's human rights by making fun of him or something like that. And, but it all got crazy. And then they, they were trying to charge Mike 40000 in the beginning. Okay. Uh, and now it's with legal fees, it's over one fifty, I think. He's still Jeez. fighting it? He's still fighting it because now he went to the Supreme Court because he lost. Because it's the human rights uh, commission that brings you to the human rights tribunal. So you're going to lose. You have no, It's the same people bringing you. You Jeez. can't You can't win. So he knew he was going to lose, but he, they were ju just trying to extort him. Take money and then, but he refuses. Like, no, fuck that. It's, I, I said a joke. Yeah, I'm right? gonna go for And I'm gonna keep fighting. And they came here. It's clear that they did it for money. It wasn't yeah. the, the guy was hurt or whatever. The kid even wrote a song called "I Don't Care." Like he does. It's yeah, just, but he's just trying to. They're trying to cash in on this. But here's what's what's crazy. That's sometimes the people that fucking judge you. So on that human rights tribunal, there was uh, two of the judges were that were trying to get Mike to pay forty thousand for making fun of a kid. They were both found in like uh, child sex abuse scandals. One was a You're pedophile. Me. Yeah, and another guy paid, I think, fifty G's to a kid to keep quiet to a family that said he got it's fucking crazy. So the people that were telling Mike that he's a bad person for writing a joke were fucking kids. Jesus Christ. That's fucking yeah. nuts, bro. But it's always them. They're always the first ones to talk shit. Fuck. Yeah. But imagine karma. Imagine the universe, how it's like, oh, while they're in the process, that comes out. How crazy is that? Wow. Fuck. And all he did was, uh, and the joke was good too. 
Like, cause that's all the, the kids. He's yeah, alive. He's a grown man. He went to the heavy metal festival. They let him sing. He's fine. He just needed some money because nobody's gonna buy these garbage albums. Is <laughs> <laughs> that right? Oh fuck. Yeah. And um, what what are you working on now? Uh, me personally. Yeah. Apart from what two pods? So I have the the news show. This just thing they do with yeah. Phil on YouTube. I have this podcast. I have two drink minimum. Um, fuck. What else am I doing? Oh, uh, Pantel's live every Sunday. Fuck, cool. Then the stand up. Uh, writing for comics. I heard him on stage. It's fucking right, man. Yeah, I gotta see that. Well, it's true. You actually you came to see me at the yeah. club. Yeah, you had a good time. You were a little surprised. You had never seen me in my no, element. No, that's it. Yeah. It's actually cool when you get to see people when you meet them and you get to meet them in their element. Mm. It's really cool. It's just, it's different. Like I mean, that's what we're talking with Mike with social media. Like people see us. You see somebody on social media, and then when you meet them, you wonder are they really that yeah. person? You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. th and you're either gonna be disappointed. You're gonna be like, fuck. He's really like that guy you see, and that's fucking cool when you see that. Because mm -hmm. today, fuck, you meet these people on social media. A lot of them, it's just it's a bullshit life. It's a bullshit it's a life. Fake yeah. world, oh, do you know how many I've met? Fuck. <laughs> you can tell pretty quickly if someone's real or fake in person. Oh yeah, right yeah. away, right away. Yeah, you and you can, you know? yeah. And I, you know, what's fucked up is last year you guys were hanging out. You remember this? So he was he was talking to me about you last year. Mm -hmm. Like I, he's like, Annabelle, like, hey, look, this kid, he's, he's doing big things. And I had seen a, a video that you guys posted together. Like, like he's here. And remember, I told you then. I told you last week too. I go, this guy he seems like a nice guy. I go, is he is yes. he cool in person? And he's like, you could tell, you could tell. And I was like, hey, you could tell how people come off, come off like man. arrogant or whatever. I was like, this looks like a cool guy. He's, like, he's very cool. You got to meet <laughs> yeah. him. You got to meet him. He's got to come to the show. He's got to come to the show. You well, could tell sometimes. <laughs> th that's a thing on on. As much as you know, you could fake a picture, you mm. can fucking tell, man, it says a lot. And as well as then the the amount of pictures. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you're putting a picture of you and we're talking with Mike, like without like I mean, some of these girls on Instagram, they put a butt picture. Yeah. One, two, five, twenty. Like okay, after a while, okay, you could never get enough of ass, Nick. <laughs> like I've seen your ass in a G string, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm, you know, I have fifty thousand followers. What do you do? You're showing your ass. Okay, we get it. After a while, that's when I look at this shit sometimes, man. Men, we're stupid. Men or, yeah, or, yeah, or we're, mankind. We're men, of course. We're like, whoa, bro, did you see your ass? Yeah, I've seen many asses. So mm -hmm. If it wasn't for guys, <clears throat> do you know how many Instagram models would be homeless right now? <laughs> That's a good one. That's crazy. Yeah. We're keeping the economy alive. <laughs> <laughs> stupid men. Yeah. Oh, bro, look at how hot she is, bro. Yeah. You know what I would do to her? What? Then? What would you do to her? Nothing. Uh, she nothing. would not speak to you. <laughs> yeah, but you do not have to look on the other side of it, too. I really think this, too. I mean, sex sells. Yeah. And a lot of these girls actually work their ass off to be able to show off their ass. So you yep. have to look on the other side, too, <laughs> yeah, because a lot true. of people who don't actually put in the work just see an ass. Yeah. And then people who actually understand the grind also see the business side behind it, too. But I, I think, like, to me, I look at it like, what are you, I always, when I look at anybody po anybody's post or what they do, is like, you know, what are you, what are you giving back to society? How are well, you helping? To, you can't think of it that way anymore, I think. Well, I agree with you. You should try to give something back to society because now it's so hard to measure that because mm -hmm. when you look at it from, a, like, just from the outside, you're like, you're not giving anything to society. But at the same time, there's going to be people that are looking at those photos that, like, I don't know, incels or whatever, that don't talk to women, can't see women, you yeah. know what I mean? And then that's their that's the first time like they could see a body that they like and they feel aroused yeah. or whatever. It's the only chance they're going to get. That's all they're going to see. That's the fucking creepy messages they're going to send. That's it. In real life, they're going to stay away from women, right? Mm -hmm. So they are doing kind of a service. You know, they're giving these guys some. But in general, if it wasn't something that we wanted, they wouldn't be able to monetize it. Right. It's something people want to see. Even women want to see beautiful women yeah, or beautiful mm -hmm. men. Yeah. People in general, you want to look at someone good looking. There's motivation to some it's other women. Like yeah. They give them confidence. Yeah. yeah to me, it's motivating too. I, that's how I feel. Every time I see someone do it, whether it's doing something good or seeing someone beautiful on the beach or whatever, yeah. to me, it's always like, all right, it's possible. 
Let me call Nick. Let's see if we can get some abs. But yo, it's <laughs> fucked up too. There's so much plastic surgery, man. There's so many people who are redone. Yeah. You see it sometimes. You're like, shit. I, I'm only hearing about. A, I was uh, I was in Westmount a couple of days ago, and I saw this like she was maybe 60, and she was redone, bro. It's like her face was like this. That's weird. Her literal like done. She's like she's moving, and it's like she's you know she's trying to smile on her face. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> now instead of looking like a six year old woman, you look like a mutant. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. But it's, I, I, we probably live in the most narcissistic time. Yeah, I mean, I think it's always been just you didn't have the opportunity to show people how narcissistic you, you, you are. That's true. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people take advantage of like opportunities like that, being to get plastic surgery to try to get more likes, try to be more yeah. popular. But I really do think some people just think it enhances their life and in that yeah, sense it's that's like, crazy though you feel better about yourself why the hell not do it if it makes you actually feel better about yeah, yourself yeah. but if you're doing it for an external reason rather than internal then you're trying to get attention but, but if you're trying to get attention and that's what gives you validation you know where you're fucked because everybody in this room uses social media for business yeah i gotta yeah. sell comedy i want yeah. people to come to shows watch the stuff yeah. you guys need to show people what you can do so they could sign up so they can come see you in yeah. person all that stuff but if you're just doing it for likes at one point your ass is going to sag. At one point, that hot 25-year-old that everybody's looking at is going to be uh, an all right 40-year-old. Then maybe not a, a not so all right 50-year-old. What do you have? What do you have left? Like, where do these Instagram models go when they're 70? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not if, even 70. Look, when you're 20 and she becomes 30... That's a huge, yeah, there's, you're going to go to the 20 year old. You're going to go to the 20 year old. Yeah. So it's like, what are you, you going to do then? Well, that's what we talk about with our channels because we always say how we're more relevant rather yeah. than necessarily popular. Yeah. And it's a sustainable model. All these popular trends, they come to an end where yeah. we yeah. actually believe and value our content. Yeah, so people will always come back. You know what the future is? Yeah. You take all of the Instagram models that passed their prime and you have them fight MMA style in the cage. <laughs> That's Get the some mud. Yeah. <laughs> you just beat the shit out of each other. And, and One Mike, champion. And Mike's, Mike's the, the referee. You yeah. ready? Yeah. You ready? <laughs> fight. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. That'd be good. So yeah, you said we have a lot to talk about. Um, the only thing we've been doing, you and I, is working out together. Damn, yeah. And it's been working. I've been losing a bit of weight with him. And also he's, um, I, I think I haven't sweat that much in years. <laughs> It's true. And we only do 45 minutes, right? So but it's it, intense. It's strength oh, yeah. training, combination of boxing, kickboxing. I mix up everything, you know? So I want to keep it fun. Like, I think it's important. The number one thing I tell people, you got to enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, enjoy, I had fun. I've been having fun. Even the boxing, especially, I'm having a good time. Yeah, people love it. Every time I make them do boxing or MMA and teaching them some self-defense, you're not just lifting weights. You're also learning something at the same time. So people feel like... I'm training, but I'm also learning something. And the time goes eat by. Eat that mic. Eat, eat that mic. <sighs> or put it close to you. Uh, you can move uh, it around, yeah. That's it. Oh, maybe I should just put on this shit. Right? I'm telling you. You see? Look. Look who's joined the cult. Holy <laughs> fuck, There we bro. go. Whoa. Welcome back. Fuck. How's my voice sound? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's nice in your ears, eh? Pantelis, talk to me, baby. Hey, hey I want to ask you a question. So in the Boston scene, because mm -hmm. I know here we have different fitness people. Some of them collaborate. Some of them work together. What's the scene like in Boston? Are they people that are willing to work together and, and um, help each other out? Or is it more negative, like, you do your fucking thing, I'll do my fucking thing? See, it's it's everyone's pretty separated in the city. Influencers and there's not too many fitness influencers in Boston at all, actually. Okay. Um, but, like, regarding all of influencers and people just trying to start their businesses, I actually teamed up with a big podcast in Boston called Golden Beer golden deer productions okay and we're just trying to bring all these influencers together to kind of expand and build the networks and just connect and collab and because it's like a team effort is going to expand everyone you know but at this point in time everyone's really separated really it's because boston what i know it mostly for is comedy like mm -hmm. some of my favorite comics have come from boston you guys had bill burr 
Rogan's from Boston. Like all these great. Bill Burr's from Boston. Yeah, you didn't know. Oh, no shit, I love him. Fucking ref. You better goddamn love him. He's the shit. Yeah, Bill Burr. You didn't know he was a Boston guy. No, comic? no. You can't hear in his fucking voice. <laughs> Nobody that angry is from anywhere other than Boston. <laughs> who, who's like my cousin? Who who uh, who's the guy? I told you when I called you. What do you mean? My cousin listened to somebody. Oh, uh, Stephen Crowder. Yeah, he was like, I'm like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to Bentel. Is that that Greek guy there? It's like, oh my God, you know him. I'm like, yeah, I trained him. He's like, shit, man, I want to meet him. I want to meet him. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty easily accessible. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, he's in Park X. He's yeah. in Park X. I'm like, yeah, bro, he's a Park X. Yeah, boy. so the studio's in Park and, and people, sometimes I'll meet people after shows and they'll tell me, like, I saw you on this and they'll be super excited. So they're like, I can't believe you're talking to me. I was like, I could believe it. I could believe it. <laughs> like, it's, it's not that hard. Like, I, it's because sometimes if you just see people on a screen, you build an imaginary wall. Yeah. And you think like, oh, they're there or whatever. I'm here. I'm literally right here. <laughs> you still live in Park X? Yeah, until the next two weeks. Oh, man. Where you moving? Uh, we grew I'm moving not too far, actually, just uh, around Henry Brass area. Uh, nice new little condo. Uh, more space. So I'm going to have my... So now I'm going to have an extra room just for my office. Nice. In the house. Nice. So I'm obviously I'm still going to have the studio because we got to do all our shows. Yeah. But for editing, for all that, close my door. I don't give a fuck. I can sit there you all day. You edit all this yourself? Of course. Nice. I do everything. I'm a one man factory. Yeah, I never stop working. Yeah, see, that's the thing we're talking about with Mike. You know, I've never met a successful lazy person. Yeah, it doesn't happen. So you, you, if you're lazy, I don't give a fuck. Ah, uh, no, no, no. You, you're not. Somebody taught me this because I used to say the same thing you did. It's not correct. You're lazy. I'm lazy. You're lazy. There's somebody taught me this, and this is pretty funny. They go, uh, and this was back when I was in. Um, yeah, I used to make mobile apps. There, there's lazy, there's clever lazy, there's all these different types of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So the people that normally make, like they find these um, the best method to do things more efficiently are the lazy people, but they're clever lazy. So you, you're lazy on something. For example, you don't want, you don't have the energy in you to go nine to five yeah. and listen to somebody. You want it differently. You're like, no, no, I want the end result of being able to pay my mortgage and do what I want, but I don't want that. So because of that laziness that you don't want to go through the motions, you're clever. You're like, but I have this to offer. Nobody knows, you know, self-defense like I do. So fuck it. I'll just bank on this. For me, it's easy in the sense that I know how to do it. But everybody else like, oh, fuck, I want to get more of this. So me too, I'm taking taking the easy way out because I'm doing what's good to me. What's easy for me, comedy, podcasting. So for me, it's not, some people think about podcasting and talking for an hour, dealing with people like, oh, that's, I can't imagine doing it. It's so tiring. For me, it isn't at all. I'll do this 24 hours a day. I couldn't give a fuck. (laughs) So we are taking the lazy way out, right? But we're clever about it. Because you could take the lazy and do but, nothing. You could just take welfare. Yeah, but that's the thing. When I think about lazy, I think about people like me. You know, like uh, I was talking like with Mike. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll wake up at, you know, 6 in the morning to upload a video and yeah. then go train. And exactly. Then, you know, finish at 10, 11 o'clock. Like, all I do is fucking work. But I love what I do. So I'm grateful for what I have. Uh, but I think sometimes it's finding the balance, too. Sometimes I feel like I'm just... I'm too much there. Like sometimes I'm with my son and my son will call me out. Daddy, you're always on your phone. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. Daddy, you're always working. Fuck. So now it's like I try to cut times where I'm like disconnecting. It's very hard. I don't know if it's hard for you. For me, it's very hard to disconnect. I, and sometimes I'll notice it. Like I'll always be on my phone, uh, you know, whether I'm tweeting something or a video. I got to see how the video is doing. Sharp. And I get concerned. I'm like, fuck, man, this is taking. I don't want to invest that much time you know i still want to live because between everything i do like i'm constantly doing something yeah i'm the same way i'm not when i'm sleeping it's it's it it becomes um a little bit of an obsession yeah and and i've always said most successful people are obsessed yeah you're obsessed with 
I want to and I have to make it. And that's the challenge, just like to be able to be, to find the balance and to be able to disconnect for a little bit and then go back on. Like I said to myself at one point, okay, I'm going to make a new Nick, because I talk to myself a lot. Nick, yeah. we're going to make a new agreement between me and you. Like Saturday at midnight, you shut off your phone and you're going to open it again at 7 a.m. on Monday. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> no chance. It didn't, chance. it didn't fucking last, bro. It was like 8 a.m. I'm like, fuck, I got to know tomorrow. What's my day? I got to text him. I was back on. I can't. Somebody might be talking <clears throat> shit on uh, Twitter or somebody <laughs> might be saying something stupid. I got to make fun of. I can't. Yeah, you got you to. Gotta, yeah, that's the thing. We feel like we have to do it right away. Yeah. And also, I don't. Most people, especially on social media now, they, they think before they speak. Not me, though. Very <laughs> impulsive. So, like, you, I'll see a stupid tweet and a normal person be like, all right, whatever, you know, I'll just wait it out. And then me, I'm like, <clears throat> listen, whore. You know, like, <laughs> and I, but it's crazy because then they get all like angry or whatever. But then I forgot about it. The second I tweet it, eh, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. So like you could try to continue, but I'm like, eh, I said what I said. You lost. That's a good one. Yeah. And that probably drives them crazy yeah, like, of course. That, that you're not answering back. Because yeah, then it. I lose. The, I'm like, I did it. Now it's done. Done, yeah. That's past. That's and, my past. And they're life. still holding on to what you said yeah. and they want a response from you. That's yesterday Pentel's problem. Today, Pantelis doesn't know anything about this. You know, he's <laughs> fuck. But that's actually a good way to live, man. Yeah, to just do you. it and move. You never dwell on anything. Yeah. So you're always supposed to move forward. Yeah. Whether something works or it doesn't, you got to keep building. If you dwell on it, let's say you decide to launch something new on the app, okay, mm -hmm. and that feature doesn't do well, you can't sit there like, oh, the feature didn't work. Maybe I should stop. No, you fucking keep moving forward. Either you drop mm -hmm. the feature, creating you, you keep moving forward. What's the point of sitting there complaining? It's not going to help exactly. anything. So you're going to fail so much. How, how often do you fail? If, if you think uh, about it, your whole life, yes, I yeah. failed way more than I've succeeded. Yeah. Absolutely. But you have to do that because yeah. then th those moments when you succeed, they're normally bigger. Yeah. Because you've learned to fail at a grand scale. Yeah. All that's left is for you to succeed at a grand scale. It's true. I learned how to fail on the grand scale. Because you will. And, and I think that the true strength and your true resilience and all that is challenged. When you fail, you get up. And I, I go, you put the backpack on and you keep moving to the next one and you yeah. just keep going. Like every time you fail, it become the recovery becomes easier. Yeah. And then eventually yeah. I tell people, I don't believe in failure. It's just, you found the way that didn't work. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's just what, what you did didn't work. Find another way. Think just, about it very basically back to our YouTube content. Every time we upload a video, maybe it doesn't get that many views yeah. and we're like, fuck, this sucks, but we keep uploading. Yeah. And then all of a sudden a video goes viral and we're all fucking pumped. Yeah. You know? And you never know who you're going to meet, how it's going to work out for you. or. And we have challenges. You look at YouTube like as well. You, YouTube, like Mike knows this even better than me. They change the algorithm. Like, you know, it makes no sense. Sometimes you have half a million subscribers and you're getting like 3,000 views or uh, you have 2 million subscribers and you're getting 10,000 views. Like, who the Yeah, it's all it, – now also they don't notify your your um, – your subscribers of every video that you post, even if they select a notification yeah. uh, bell, they don't want to notify them. And you know what else is fucked up that I saw that really bothers me? But I mean, it's just the way it's made. So when you upload a video to YouTube, you could set it to just right away it's published or you could set a time, a schedule, right? Mm -hmm. If you set a schedule, let's say for tomorrow, and it's already uploaded, it's ready to go, and then you realize like, oh, fuck, it's the wrong day, I want it to publish now, and you change the date to publish now, it won't notify people. Interesting. It won't notify people. You you should, if that ever happens to you, if let's say you upload something and you want it for tomorrow, you're like, fuck it, I want it today, schedule it for the next 10 minutes or an hour or whatever so that it's scheduled post. So when it goes on, it goes uh, public to everyone and it notifies them. Because if it just goes public from private to public, it won't notify people. Because in oh, its head, it's oh, it's already existing here. We just changed the just status of it. If it from private to public, it doesn't notify them? It doesn't notify them. 
if you go from private to public, so it you got to schedule it. You got to schedule it. No way. Yeah. Wow, I, don't know. I do every yeah. video from private to public. Yeah. Or or publish it right away. Like, you know, you're uploading, it's going to publish once it's done, so you set everything up. But public to private won't notify. It'll notify a couple of people because of the way the algorithm works. Somebody who hasn't been on YouTube for a while and they have a notification. So any excuse to get them back on the platform, they'll send them a notification. But in general, the mass ones, like you remember back in the day when somebody would upload and you get on your phone and it goes, Nick Drosos is live or Nick Drosos yeah. upload a video. It doesn't do that shit. And I figured out yesterday too with uh, two drink minimum. Oh, there was a mistake fun. with the guy who does our social media. He uploaded the wrong date for for a day later. So I looked at it. I go, why isn't the video? Bit? Oh, it's the wrong day. So I just put it from private to public because it was gonna drop today instead of yesterday. And I I didn't get a notification because I'm subscribed. So I could see nothing. And then I noticed nobody got. I saw the views. They weren't going up because nobody knew there was an episode. So then I had to post be like, there's a new episode. Go watch it. No how, how's, how's the live stream for you? My live is the best thing is for my channel right now. The, the YouTube, so the best thing for audio is this podcast. People have it on iTunes on all, all and I get a lot of downloads. But for video, Pantel's live on Sundays. Nothing does better because people like to interact because yeah, I, I interact with the chat the whole time. I'm here. I got a guest. Normally it's Poseidon. We're talking with the with, with the fans or whoever, new people or whoever wants to be there. And I interact fully. I take it seriously. It's all about. You're looking at like here? Yeah, I, I'll have this. I have another computer that uh, my other laptop that I come in with that. And uh, everything's live. So they're chatting. I'm answering questions. Wow. We're talking about current events. And they get to interact. That's what's fun about that. So you're watching a podcast. But at the same time, you're kind of nav- you're you're telling it where to go. Yeah. They're telling us. Like, hey, Pantel, did you hear about this? Check this link out. Look at what happened here. How long are the lives? Two, two, two hours. Two hours. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard a few. They're really good. Like, I mean, they're inter- and what's really interesting about your lives, people are engaging. Yeah, because I give them the opportunity. I, I don't, I, I've seen people who will do this kind of format, like we have now a podcast, and then just put it live. Um, and there's kind of no point to be live live if you're not interacting. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. What's the, you, you don't care. Yeah. You're not going to look at the chat. So since I do the live, it has to be different than this. And the whole point, it's all about them. But at the end, you know what? People people f- want to be heard. Yeah. And they have fucking cool. Yeah. A, a lot of cool things I found out in the last couple of months was from my live streams. I started Discord and stuff. It's all from people who started watching Two Drink Minimum, fans that came over. Uh, louder with Crowder. A lot of Crowder fans came over. And they share the most interesting things. Stuff that I would have never heard of. Mm-hmm. You know, you're busy. You're always running around. You don't see this shit. Yeah. And, but then they know. They're, 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 you know. They have their finger on the pulse. So it's so interesting, and then I share with the rest, and then we talk about it, we make fun of it, we have fun, and it's a good time. I I really love uh, I really love spending time with those people. Like uh, it's Sundays, and I know I know like there's certain regulars that are going to be on, and I have a great time. I really enjoy it. And how do you find the live? Do you monetize it? And now it's monetized. So there's super chats. Yeah. So a lot of people, um, which I didn't even know, like when we activated super chats, I wasn't even aware. So I got like notification, like this person donated 10 bucks. And I was like, what the, f-? I, I thought it was like a weird, I was trying to figure out what was happening. And then I was like, oh shit, okay, they're just donating and they'll write like, I love the show. This is better than a movie. This is this. So, and they'll just donate to support just to be like, hey, I'm, I'm enjoying your content here, donation. And the more and more people do it. Like we did uh, on Tujik Minimum, we did a live stream on YouTube last weekend. It was Poseidon Glutton Fest, right? He had to eat 10 pounds of food. I, I just told him. <laughs> and he did. shit his pants for $2,000. Yeah. <laughs> he shit his pants. That's awesome. Yeah. He actually shit his pants. He actually shit his pants. Yeah. yeah. He was wearing two pairs of pants, a diaper. All, he was all set up oh and a garbage God. bag. Over <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but he got two Gs, but he couldn't finish the 10 pounds, obviously. But during the live stream, we weren't, we weren't looking for super chats on it. We just went live because it's a big event. It's better live. People were donating all kinds. People were donating all kinds because they thought it was ridiculous. So no. do they, um, it's a super chat. Does that mean like give them priority? 
to chat or? Well, other channels, that's what they do. They go, I'll answer your questions if it's a super chat. I answer everybody's questions. So you yeah. don't have to pay to uh, to get me to talk to you. Uh-huh. Because the whole point isn't to get a super chat, right? It's I just want to talk with everyone. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they do it and they know they don't have to, that's kind of the extra. It's like they just want to show support somehow. Mm-hmm. Everyone's always looking to support now. Remember back in the day, people were getting shit for free all the time, like Napster. You were used to downloading people's shit for free. Mm-hmm. It's like we've we're at a crossroads now where a lot of people feel guilty doing that. Yeah. They're like, you know what? No, no, I'm I'm entertained right now. I could have been spending ten bucks on this thing and I wouldn't be as entertained. I'm gonna give it to this channel. Yeah. Well, I think, you know. But YouTube takes a huge cut. Do they? For, even, like 40% from, or something. From, from Super, Chat? Super Chat? Yeah. No way. Is this on the live memberships, uh, the channel memberships? or just? Yeah, like- no, you don't even have to have the memberships on. Uh, you could go, you could, you have enough people to go live, yeah. to go uh, Super Chat. How many do you need to go Super Chat? Uh, I, I don't know. Is, I think it's by hours. Is it's it not s- by subscribers. It's by hours and uh, by, as long as you're a partner, you guys are both already yeah, partners. Yeah, yeah. You just have to, the Super Chat only comes up during lives though. You can't have super chat on your regular videos. It's when you're live. So you go live and then you press super chat. Yeah, you, I'll show you later. You just go in the settings and you have to activate it. And then okay. it just asks you to just verify your information. And then they're active. So whenever you have a live, people can just donate money. Oh, wow. Yeah. You ever tried it, Mike? You know, I've huh? never gone live on YouTube. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess I guess I, I, I like live. To be honest with you, I'm actually thinking of doing setting up every Saturday let's say 11 a.m., 11 to 11.30, a live every Saturday. You should. Where I'm going to do a self-defense. What I like about live, it shows your ability to be able right there and teach and interact. No cuts. No cuts. cuts. People appreciate it. People are able to see that, you know, you're, you're not, you're not, you didn't spend three hours and, you know, you're able to do it right there and then. And I think that's you know that's where it becomes impressive that i could teach self-defense and i could take somebody's question and be like okay with a knife you trap it this way because of this and that yeah and you show them there and that isn't even your training that makes them happy it's the fact that you're interact people are interacting with someone that they like they like their content mm-hmm. and now they're able to interact remember back in the day you would see people on tv or anything you're like oh i like this person i wish i could ask him this or talk mm-hmm. to him or whatever we have the opportunity, so fucking use it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And on, on the lives, it's fun because I'm already set up here. We have the internet. Uh, we can look stuff up if somebody brings something cool up. Yeah. Um, the way we set up the studio is we can go live with different camera cuts. So you, you've seen how we do it live. Yeah, yeah it's very good. There's a four-camera setup. You could switch cameras. You, I could put on web uh, content, music, whatever I want. Wow. Yeah. How long did this take you to set up? I don't know, because uh, it's been years that it's been building up, right? So when I first started, there was no cameras in here. The walls were empty. It was just my audio podcast that I used to do with my friends. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And Tell Mike the story. Started, I love this. I love oh, the story. Slowly because, slowly, which one? I, like, and then it slowly started to build up. Yeah, it told me you had like you had a phone with a few wires. And you oh, that was the up. first. Yeah, the first time we ever did a podcast, that's how it was. It was my phone. Then I got a one mic that I had gotten from Future Shop at the time. It doesn't even exist anymore. And I had a shitty old laptop. We were in my buddy's basement. And we had a mic, but this mic wasn't even meant to take the room. It was meant for one fucking person. So the sound was so shit. And then we upgraded to a bigger mic, you know? And then, like, everything would start to increase like that. Then when I rented this place, there was nothing in here. And we had shitty old mics. I invested in buying new mics. There was no cameras, no lights, nothing. It was just dead. And we had this mixer. And people were talking to the mics. We were doing the audio format. And then slowly, slowly, I started to put a bit more money in. A bit more money. Then I got video. And I was like, you know what? There might be something to it. Maybe we could put these on YouTube. Maybe something could come of it, right? If it's on YouTube, maybe people see it visually. Some of my friends are like, oh, I don't want to be on camera. I don't think it's a good idea. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. Uh, and then there was kind of this, I stopped doing the podcast with my friends in October of 2017, I believe. Oh, that's recent, bro. It's, not, it's yeah. not that long ago. 20, yeah, 2017 it must have been. Yeah. And yeah, that's what it was. It was 2017. And 
I continued. I was doing Pentel's podcast. Like I believed in it. So you, know? you broke up and you just went alone. I just went alone. I, I became a solo artist. And uh, I figured, you know, I knew I was like, nah, there's something here. Yeah. People are enjoying my That's content. That's amazing that you're able to, to like, break. Like, if everybody left and you said, you know, fuck this shit, I believe in myself. There's yeah. something there, and you go on your own. Now that takes strength and courage to say, you know what? Even if nobody believes in it, and everybody walked away, I'm staying the fucking course. Yeah, I was staying, and I kind of felt, and also with stand up, it made sense. First of all, I love having conversations. I love talking to people, so it gave me a good excuse, right? And then at the same time, I was like, people who listen like it. So there might be something there. So then I continued. It looked like, uh, it must have looked stupid to a lot of people. They're like, why is he continuing? Like, he's alone now. And then I met Mike Ward. And uh, Mike liked me. And he's like, fuck, man. You know, I was approached by Compound Media to do a, a show for them. I think you're the right guy. You're the, you're the right fit. So you could be my co-host. We could do it together. I thought it was fucking with me. Turned out he wasn't. Went down to New York. Made the announcement. Then we started doing Two Drink Minimum. Then everything else started to build up. Uh, just for laughs last year. Then uh, I did all the shows I always wanted to do. You know, I, like I went to Jim and Sam. I, Ron Bennington. I got to go serious exam. And he's one of my like radio heroes. Love Ron Bennington. Joe Rogan in, in November. Like I got oh, to do that's... all the crazy shit that I would say, I'm going to go do this. And everybody thought, it's never yeah, going to happen. Yeah, it's... it's never going to happen. And I did it all within that year. That's crazy. That's, that's impressive, bro. So I got out of my system. Yeah. I got out of my system. So now I'm creating new goals. Because like, oh, fuck, I, it's crazy. Everything people will tell you can do, the people who say that are the people who they don't believe in themselves. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. I knew, I got, nah, there's something here I could do this. I know I'm better. I know I, know I could make something happen. And I ended up uh, making it happen. It's fucking crazy. It's funny. Mike, I was telling Mike that when I met him the first time, I came on your show the second time. The second time yeah. I looked at him, I said, bro, I don't know, man. I go, you're... You're really good at what you do. You're going to be huge. I go, I could see you on the Joe Rogan show. And you're I was gonna, telling him, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, no, no. I go, you don't get it. You have it. You have it. You're, you're, you're going to be huge. And I, I, I even told him, like, that when I talk about you, I'm like, you're going to be, like, you haven't even hit, you know, the plane has it. It's still on the fucking, on hasn't the even took I, off. I, I think so too. Right. Yeah. And, it, it, and like in a couple of years, you're going to be like, and I, I saw it right away. And there's, but I don't know. I don't even, I don't know if the plane's on the runway, to be honest. I don't know. I'm just, like I said, I don't look, that stuff's done and yeah, I just keep moving forward. Moving forward yeah. So I'm thinking, if that's the past and you're always supposed to go up, right? Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be some cliffs, yeah. but you always normally go up. Then the next thing is going to be even cooler and better and bigger, you know? Um, but I don't know what's next. I have no idea. I'm just going through the motions and shit's happening. Like I'm writing for Steven Crowder where you're, and I go down there a lot. That's where your, uh, your cousin saw me. Yeah. Um, and that's fun. Love writing. Uh, a lot of stand-up, which is my first love in comedy. You know, I was just doing stand-up. Um, a lot of different cities. A lot of, so I'm just continuing with the motions. Just for laughs is coming up yeah. now this summer. Fuck, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's huge. It's going to be sick. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. Two shows, the live podcast with Mike, and then my one hour. So people get to, you know, if they get tickets, they get a lot of content this summer, yeah. So is, is it, did you announce it yet? Or? No. Well, okay. people hear it, but I haven't made the official announcement because the two drink minimum was announced already. Okay. They had the press conference, so that's done. And that's tickets. just for laps too? That's just for laps, yeah. Oh, and wow. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's going to be cool. So that's already announced. Tickets are already on sale. People already started well, buying tickets. When is that? When is that show? July 24th. Fuck, I'm in Greece. Yeah, you're not going to be here. <laughs> yeah. You might be here for mine. I think mine's going to be around the 20th or maybe earlier. I don't know. Because the they announced it in June, I heard. I leave the 15th. Yeah, you're not going to be here. July. Fuck. Doesn't matter. The point is, I keep working and yeah. more stuff comes. If I would, every time I would hit a wall, if I would stop, yeah. I, I wouldn't have been here now. Imagine when my friends said, oh, I don't know about podcasting and they would have stopped. I should have stopped. I should have given up too. Yeah. How does that feel now when they see you? 
Uh, for me? Yeah. Like, or, or how do they see, like, like fuck, should I stuck with them? Shit, I don't what? know. Like, one of my buddies told me, like, oh, fuck, I knew that there was something there. But, you know, I, I, I didn't have the same drive you did. Like, one of my buddies yeah. told me that. He goes, I could tell that I didn't have what you had, like, that drive to continue while failing. Until it that's would pick what, that's, up. That's what it is. They don't have that same passion. They're not going to help you go forward. There you go. Yeah. That's so it wasn't a, uh, like, it's not like they hated me or anything. It, no. Nothing of the sort. Just we were, we saw things differently. Yeah. I saw that. No, there's a fucking, there's a path here. You know, podcasting is going to become the new radio. There's going to be money on it. There's going to be ads. And they were like, I don't think there is. And you're like, fuck it. I, nah, I was right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, I, I think that's, that's part. Same thing with Mike. Mike was, Mike used to be with, a partner and now he's alone and since he's alone yeah things are skyrocketing right yeah it's i mean i just believed in something and i pushed it and i remember the last thing my old partner said was uh good luck with the train wreck of your app and really he, jesus yeah. man <laughs> he said that to you i didn't mm-hmm. know that yeah Fuck. i love that he said it to him though now because yeah. it's so much better like, <laughs> yeah now you're like yeah okay no you, it's you, a train wreck all right <laughs> you see how people are gonna try to put you down you know what i mean like yeah. fine you go your own way you say you know what i wish you the best man even if whatever it is man just i always tell people walk Walk out with your head up high, you know, and wish the other person the best. Yeah. Whatever happened, but this doesn't happen with our my generation at least. Doesn't yeah, there are a lot way. of haters. What I've noticed in Montreal, I don't know how Boston is in terms of support. That's why I asked you before, because in Montreal we do have a bit of a hater culture. So when you're doing something artistic, whether it's uh, creating videos, comedy, or music, there's a core group that should be your close group yeah. that shit on you and hate you the whole time, and then if you make it big somewhere else, the city loves you. The city claims you. Yeah. Oh, no, he's ours. She's ours. They're ours. But when you're trying to make it, yeah. bro, they're throwing bottles at you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They have that, like, oh, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? And the second you make it, then they're like, oh, you're one of us. Uh, you know, I that I don't like. Did you get that? I did, yeah. There was a lot of people who, and people that I know now that didn't believe in, like, every time I would do stand-up, they would think it was stupid. They're like, stand-up? What are you doing stand-up? Why would you go tell jokes? And I go, uh, well, you know, I tell you jokes for free. Might as well get paid for it. <laughs> so... <laughs> And like, oh, that's stupid. Like, why are you wasting your time? And they, they didn't see it, you know? And I never got into stand-up for a career. I did it just because I like telling jokes. Yeah. And then, you know, you get good at something. That's just it, where it is. But mm-hmm. I always had that, like, oh, comedy stupid, podcasting stupid, YouTube stupid. Like, all that stuff is stupid, stupid, stupid. But it's all from people who I think they just didn't believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. It it's is, also yeah. people who don't understand how it even works. Yeah, they don't get a yeah. lot. Of, a lot of people were talking shit. I remember getting messages when I left uh, Rogan Studios. Of like, oh, I just saw you on Rogan. And these were people who were talking so much shit. <laughs> and I, I saw them. I was like, is this guy fucking serious right now? <laughs> He's the one who said this is stupid. This is shit. And I was like, how would you? Why are you on Rogan? And all this stuff. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have time for that shit. Remember when I first started Anabolic, people did the same thing. Like, they just laughed. Thought it was a complete joke. It's yeah. not going to go anywhere. No. Yeah. It's over half a million. You got, you got that too? Like, oh, all the sure. time. The entire first two years by far. Especially the people who were probably closest to me like the home friends and everything like that but who knew me before it really started we're like that's stupid that's never gonna go anywhere yeah it's a lot of times it's people that are close which is interesting because i don't think time i've learned now that time doesn't make someone or even family doesn't make them closer to you because technically speaking from all my friends in common and all that i i know mike ward the least right um and i'm closer to him i agree in so like than so many other people and by a lot like he could have you could have thought like the way i think about it, the way i'll treat him like he was my brother like i grew up with him like that much first of all on a comedy level i never met anyone that i that we see the joke coming yeah that's why we're such good bullies together <laughs> we're such because we somebody's saying something and we both know we don't have to even think about it we both know where we're gonna go how we're gonna corner them and fuck with them okay. you know same thing with jokes he'll say stuff that in other 
places, he'll be like, I don't know, maybe they're going to get offended. But man, I'm ready for it. I know that this is going to be a good one. Same thing with me. I'll say something. He's the only one that'll get it. He'll, he'll click right away. And we have that. Plus, he looked out for me when he didn't have to. Fuck, that's... Mm-hmm. that's, he, that's he didn't have to. That's what people... Free, he didn't. He doesn't owe me anything. He didn't. I didn't do him any favors. If anything, he's the one who did me favors. You know what? He, he owed nothing to me and he still, he looked out for me. He saw something in me comedy-wise that he liked. Um... And he, it's because of him that I got all those opportunities. Wow. You know, so that's something I can never pay back. You can't, you can't pay back uh, opportunities and belief. You know, yeah, you can't. True. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess one day, like, you, you don't know where you're going to get. Yeah, and yeah. How you're going to throw the ball back. Oh. And that's what Mike did with me. Like, I mean, like, I mean, when I met Mike, uh, I was at 300. He was at 150. And I was at half a million. I'm still at 350. And he's throwing the ball back at me. You know that's how you have to. That's how you have to. You build a team of people you actually fuck with and it just builds. That's how you have to. And I was telling Mike, I go, to me, the most important thing when I build my network of people of who I'm around, first is, you know, is people that I like that have the same values. I don't care your status. If you're a dick, I don't care who you are, what you can give me. I actually don't want it. Yeah. I don't want anything from somebody I don't like. Because a lot of times when they'll give it to you, they'll give it to you as like it's contaminated. It comes with strings attached. You know I what? Hate that I hate that. I rather have. I rather you know. Fuck you. Keep it. I'll do it myself. It might take me longer than it's coming with you know all these strings attached and related. Then you know what? Fuck it. You don't want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want. You, you want people. If someone's gonna help you, or they want to give you something, they give it out of the kindness of their heart. They yeah. give it because they believe in you. Yeah, absolutely. Not. Uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, so then don't do anything for even me. I'll that, figure it out. Yeah, even that, I don't want it. When people are like, well, okay. No, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want it. Yeah, well, me now, the way I am is because all these years I've been working, I, everything I did, I was doing it myself. I was bringing it from the ground up, right? So I no longer accept any type of negativity. Like yeah. if I see someone who wants to partner up or do something, but I know they're piece of shits, I won't even entertain the thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just ignore it completely, keep moving forward. I don't have time yeah. for that type of shit anymore. Like I like what I'm doing. I'm having a good time. Uh, I'm really enjoying my life. You know, I'm really that's enjoying crazy, myself. Yeah. And I'm making people happy. That's I get to make people fucking laugh, dude. See, I that's, get, that's, that's, that's a value. Yeah, I think, I think it's a value. Of course you're, you're, it's a value. Yeah. You're improving, making someone's life, day better. Yeah, I, and I, I never thought about it until when I first was doing comedy. Somebody had mentioned it off stage. And that's when I started thinking, like, oh, you know, I, I went through, uh, basically I had a shitty week, you know, he was telling me. And he's like, dude, you fuck, dude. You, you made me forget about it. Like, cause he went through something similar that I was making fun of. And then it clicked. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm able to take someone who had the shittiest week. His boss was ang- mean at him. He found out his girlfriend cheated, whatever the fuck happened. But he came for that one hour that he was at the show, the time that he spent with me, that half hour, 50 minutes, whatever set I was doing, he got to forget, laugh, and be like, you know what? It's not that bad. Like, you can fuck around, fuck it, you know? And that, I you can't monetize. You can't, I, I can't, can't put a monetary value yeah, on that. But the way it makes me feel, knowing that, oh, fuck, okay, there we go. I did good. I did good. You know, that, that, you that's something. That. Like people say, thank you so much for, you literally saved my life. You man. literally saved yeah. lives. Yeah. You've yeah. literally, have you seen some of the weight loss stuff? It, it's You've incredible. literally saved, yeah. li- the people who came in, they weren't even human anymore. They were animals. And now they're fucking tip top. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember reading a comment on one of your videos about some kid who got attacked by a knife from like the streets, like London or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he was like, without your videos, I would have got stabbed. Yeah. The kid got, from what I, he got stabbed once. And the second time he goes, I saw your video and I trapped the knife and I just, I hit the guy and I dropped him. And he goes, had I not seen that video, I would have never thought to trap the knife. Mm. And I think that, and I tell you people. see that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I look at what I do. As I'm teaching people how to defend themselves. And that's why I also we we're talking about it with Mike. Like we have I have a social responsibility that when somebody watches my video, that I teach them real shit. Because 
It's not like you might get injured at the gym or you might, you know, you know, uh, you know, not lose weight fast enough. Yeah. You're actually might get killed if I teach you something stupid. Your yeah. life, if you look at it and you think, oh, I saw this in Nick's video, I could do it. I want to see you start teaching them how to do fireballs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that, bro. Like, just April Fools next year, you come up with the dumbest, and they're like, wait, is he fucking serious right now? <laughs> I'll let you write that, bro. I'll write it. It'll be fucking hilarious. But and they won't know if it's real. Like, is he, has he lost his fucking mind? What's going on here? I don't <laughs> do a, what's it called? Street Fighter. Hadouken. Yeah, Hadouken. stuff like that. Just like Dragon Ball, you're going to Kamehameha, these fuckers. Are good. This Sunday, we're going to shoot a, a movie and we're going to be doing a fight scene, me and Mike. And uh, I'm trying to get now an artist to paint his face as an alien because anabolic alien. Anabolic, that would be fun. <laughs> so it's going to be like uh, two endings. One, I kill him. And the oh, other yeah, one yeah. You me. told me the yeah, double end. Yeah. And on his channel, it's going to be one ending. On your channel, yeah. that's pretty good. Like, also, that's good because people want to see the different ending. They go to the different channel. Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Ooh, yeah. That could be fun. It's like too. choose your own adventure books. Remember those? <laughs> like that. So we're going to fucking, I'm told Mike's going to body slam me, suplex me, you know, Jesus shit Christ. like that. Where, your house at the. No, no, we're doing it at my cousin's warehouse. Jesus Christ. It's a fruits and vegetable warehouse. Okay. So it's going to be like, he goes, bro. Slime him on the sack of potatoes. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> My cousin's like, we should do a workout with Mike, like, uh, like old school. Pick up potatoes, flip them. He could do. You could do that. Yeah, yeah. Pick that, up meat. That, that would be good. Be fun, yeah, that's pretty fucking good. That you guys are. Uh, it's not just like it's not just the health stuff. You also think a lot about making fun videos. Yeah, you don't mm. want them to just be informative. You're trying. Like I remember the John Wick thing you did. Yeah. you're trying your best to make it entertaining. Also. Yeah, it's, it's, it's which is hard to do, I guess, sometimes, right? Because some of the stuff, like after a while, you're like, "Fuck, okay, it's another workout. How do I make?" Or it's another trap. It's another self defense. How do I make it that, that's entertaining? That's, you, that's you, tough. even for both of us. Like, I mean, Mike, when you do fitness videos, how do you come? How do you change it up all the time? I just change up different. I always like having variety and changing up styles so people don't get bored with their training. Okay, yeah, that's it. That makes more sense because if because you can have a good workout. But if after a while, you're like, I'm tired of doing this shit, exactly. you'll stop and you, you know what it is when you stop and you sli start sliding, yeah. one day it turns mm -hmm. into two, two turns into five. Yeah. That's why yeah. I have like 10 different versions of a dumbbell bicep workout. Give them 10 different options. They'll never get bored. Yeah. They just True keep right? alternating. Mm -hmm. By the time they get to the 10th one, when they're back to go to the first, it's been fucking weeks, yeah, months. Yeah, they forget about it's it. It's new to yeah. them again. Do well, I try to do the same thing. Like sometimes I'm trying to be creative with, with the series, but fucking YouTube, man, I did fight analysis. They struck my videos. I did movie fight night. Yeah. They flagged my videos. YouTube's been fucking around a lot. Oh, man. So it's like, okay, like movie night fight night. I love the movie. I would take real movies, fight scenes, and a green screen, and I was in front, and I was teaching, and I was making fun. I'm like, shit would never work in the street. Da, da, da. Fucking YouTube flagged all of them. It's great. Like I put butt in a title, intense butt workout, flagged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for so they can't monetize yeah. it? Uh, you can. So it goes yellow. It yeah, gets, that's what, I have a lot of yellows. It gets so it gets. <laughs> it's still technically monetized, but the ads are significantly limited. Okay, yeah, that's what it is because they think. I, I remember for this just thing because we make fun of a lot, like anything in the news, and I noticed I would stop putting anything Islamic related in the title if I was making fun of Islam. <laughs> anything I would start taking. Bro, every time I had to do that shit, bro. Everybody asked that. I'm not scared of anyone. <laughs> like, not scared of anyone. These guys are gonna be fucking. You see them outside. I'm like, I gotta start teaching some self defense, some knife defense. <laughs> I'm not scared of anyone or anything. Nah, because at the end of the day, I'm still Greek, so <laughs> like, I give a fuck. Uh, and especially if there's people who get uh, angry at jokes, yeah. oh, weak minded people like that, I'm not scared of them. You could bully those kind of people. <laughs> if you're that weak, like a joke will set you off that you're gonna come try to attack someone. You're that weak in your yeah, head. Some people are so yeah, sensitive society, when it comes to yeah. religion and stuff, man. There's certain mm. st certain people are well, like when it comes to their core beliefs. If you even challenge them a little bit, yeah, 
Fuck, they're nuts. I see it sometimes, even over martial arts. Yeah, people freak out. Well, because martial arts is different. You guys have like real people, and then you have those fucking idiots. You know what I'm talking about? Those karate masters yeah, yeah. that like uh, Steven Seagal, he'll touch someone, the guy flips over and shit. That's some ridiculous <laughs> fucking shit, some, bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> like even even some of the jujitsu guys, right? Like, okay, it's good jujitsu. I love some common, I love some stuff they teach. These guys are like a cult. They're like, your shit, get, go roll, and you'll see what I'll do. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm just teaching self What's wrong you'll with you? will see what I'll do. You come to my gym. You try to lift that dumbbell here. <laughs> Fucking, no, I'm telling you, these people go hardcore. Yeah, some people have shit. nothing in their lives, yeah, dude. They have like, nothing. Your life revolves around like, man, I'm just teaching people how to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. You don't agree with me? Great. Change the channel. Go watch something else. I don't give a fuck. People are so sensitive. My dad works in a high school. And it's just crazy. So you know how they say in sports, like sudden death. Yeah, yeah. Or they do um suicides as like a basketball. Yeah, I remember suicides. Like Fuck. You can't do running as, as a punishment anymore in sports. You Why? can't. It's not allowed anymore. Can't do running as a punishment? Running not allowed to be a punishment anymore in high school sports at least. What the fuck? It's sudden death. You can't say sudden death. It's like some some Suddenly term, no longer death, alive. You can't say it anymore. Suicides. They took that word out. Can't, you, you can't even do them. It's, it's called easy. Now it's called easy way out. <laughs> easy way out. Imagine football <laughs> without being able to do any running as a punishment. <laughs> fuck. Dude. What the fuck? What a, what a shit football team. <laughs> Why are these guys walking? They're from a progressive school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're playing. They're playing football with their video game. Yeah, they're they like, keep getting yeah, the yeah. shit kicked out of them. They're from progressive school, sir. Right? They're not all to run, tackle. Yeah. They're not to say mean you things. You can't say that. You can't insult them. <laughs> That's so Jeez, bro, fuck crazy. A society of like over fucking. It's not even the word people used to call their pussy. It's not even pussy. This is psychotic. This yeah, is a psychotic yeah. thing to be like oh, sudden death. It has death in it. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. It's the first time I hear that. Do yeah. you think that if you call it something else, it's not going to be the same workout? What does it matter? You think by calling it sudden death, somebody's going to drop dead? Well, you know what's fucked up? Like, I mean, think about when we have to change the words. For right? for idiots, yeah. But but there's got to be a lot of idiots for mm-hmm. us to have to change the word. It's not. I've been through this because of comedy. The majority of people are normal. The majority of people will see conversations like this. They'll enjoy it. That's why, that's why the apps, that's why we exist. Because the majority of people... Are normal fucking people. Yeah, they they're normal, hardworking people. They're normal, they understand real people, real yeah. conversations. They love that, but there's this minority of fucking psychopaths. <laughs> but they're so loud. Okay, they're so loud. It makes it seem like there's a million of them. Okay, yeah. so for every for every one fucking blue haired, I'm a lamp <laughs> retard. <laughs> they will scream as much as 10 people who work at a school, 10 people who work at a, who are plumbers. They'll scream that much louder because someone who has a real job, a family, hobbies, doesn't have time. And with social media, it just spreads. It just yeah, spreads. Because nobody yeah. has time right now. Let's say you, you're working hard. You don't have time to go on the internet and be like, I'm offended because Steven Seagal flipped this guy in this movie. But in reality, I saw the weather. The way the wind was blowing, he should have flipped him. A person like you doesn't have time for that shit. Like, that's, it's like, oh, you see, you're like, oh, that's dumb. And you continue. Yeah. But these fucking crazy people, they're like, hey, let me ask you a question. Why uh, in Pulp Fiction, why wasn't Travolta a gay woman? <laughs> I don't fucking know. The movie came out 20 years ago. They wrote it for a guy. Well, that's fucking crazy. That's homophobic. It should have been. <laughs> it's fucking absurd. But then it'll continue. It'll be like, is Quentin Tarantino a homophobe? Because Travolta could have played a tranny or something. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the fuck thinks of this shit? Oh, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. And then what they say is, because it's normally 10 people yelling. Every headline. And I love making fun of this. It's always people. You know, people are upset that. What people, bro? It's eight aliens that are mad at this thing. Like, what are you talking about? You know, people are upset that there wasn't enough gay scenes in, in the new Avengers movie. Who went into 
Captain America or the new Avengers like it's not gay enough bro you gotta gay it up a bit it's fucking superheroes what first of all they're all wearing capes and they're dancing around it's gay as shit what are you talking about <laughs> you know yeah it's yeah. just people complain and it's not real they, they make these fictional characters yeah. that you don't they're not real. Like they, they made it seem for so many years that like gay people are this fucking crazy fringe fucking. Bro, I know gay people. I know gay comics. They're they're nothing. That's not I mean, real life. That's I not know. how gay, gay people are. Like what the fuck is that? I've never complained about this in my life. Bro, I've, I went to get a massage at the spa here. On uh, um, I don't. Know, ovarium. No, bota bota. I don't know. And I had to thing. fill out the paper: male, female, unknown. I'm like, oh, I still don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think I checked? I'm a Malacca unknown. Yeah, I, I, I haven't figured out what I am yet. You're like, can I fill in lobster? <laughs> <laughs> can I just put in whatever I feel like right now? Lobster is what I'm going with. But you know, imagine we start we start building our society like that. Hmm. Like, where does it end? Like, I'm a like, think about it. Like, kids now, you he's not a boy, he's not a girl, he can't identify. What do you mean he doesn't know if he's a fucking boy or a girl? Well, can, this is dangerous because of the parents because. Maybe because the, um, what's it called? Gender dysphoria, I believe, which yeah. is what we call transgender. Um, well, a form of it, or that always existed, but the percentage is very small. Yeah. It's, I think, under 1%. No, it's like 0 0.03 yeah. or something. It's very small. But what they're doing now is everybody's trying to jump on the trends. So they're telling a kid, a kid who might be gay, you never know, the kid yeah, just might yeah, yeah, turn maybe, out to be yeah. gay. And they're like, oh, maybe you're just trapped in the wrong body. They put these ideas yeah. in a five-year-old kid's head. What do you think the kid's going to do? The kid wants to please the parents. Like, okay, I guess I'm not a boy. Okay. You don't let the kids grow up yeah. and decide for themselves. I, I, maybe they're going to want to transition. Maybe it's just going to be a gig. Maybe nothing. Yeah, maybe, maybe the yeah. kid just likes fucking playing with dolls, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, and yeah. then after he's just into sports. You don't know. Yeah. Let the kid grow. But if you start putting weird shit in the kid's head, of I, course I, the kid's going to get confused. And it's easy at that confused. age. Yeah, you can, don't confuse the kid. So seven years old, you're, 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 you're influenced by everything that happens and says yes. around you. Later than that. La don't talk. Se First of all, sexuality, you shouldn't bring that up to a kid. You shouldn't tell a six-year-old, so do you see yourself kissing Mike or Martha? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What are you, crazy? Don't mention that shit. Let the kid give him a ball. Let him play. Give her <laughs> dolls. Give whatever. Let them just play. Let them have fun. Don't talk about sexuality. Let the kid grow, you fucking look, idiot. Look, I have a friend of mine. He's gay, right? And I asked him. I said... Like, when did you know? He goes, I was, you know, I grew up. I knew I was different. Yeah. And I told him, he told me like 10, 11 or 12. I knew I was gay. I knew. He liked men. Yeah, he Now knew imagine it. this. Hold on. Imagine that yeah. kid at that age. He knows he likes men. Yeah. Like his girlfriends like men, yeah. but not his guy friends. Yeah. Imagine if his parents came and told him, oh, you're trapped in a room. You're really a woman. At that age, it would have fucking been like, oh. Yeah. That does make sense because they like guys. I like guys. That would have fucking confused it's, it's the shit. Of him. Imagine you start taking hormones. For what? For what? He's just a gay guy. He's, he's, there's a, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's it's nothing wrong with that. Whatever there, floats your boat. But there man. is something wrong with fucking with little kids like that. Like, don't fuck with these yeah, kids. Let I them agree, grow up I and agree. they're going to be whatever they could be. They could become fucking lamps. Who knows? Let them be. But let the kid grow up. You're don't right. fuck with a little kid. Let the kid grow up because it doesn't matter. At that age, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter the yeah, kid, I, I, I kept, I was telling the story. I knew a guy who, until he was 12, he kept saying he was a dinosaur. For real? Yeah, I thought it was, he was acting like a dinosaur. So 12? Yeah, he's an immigration lawyer now. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious, yeah. bro. And I remember like this fucking wait, retard. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait. He was 12 years old? Yeah, he was still 12. He was like, I'm out the... And I was like, oh, fuck, we can't hang out with this fucking retard. And uh, yeah, and I, I always thought that he was like, I thought he had a mental problem. <laughs> Turns out he really liked dinosaurs. Uh, and now though, he has like a, like he went to school, he has a legit job. He's a fucking immigration lawyer, bro. And he was a dinosaur 10 years ago. Like, what you... <laughs> Bro, that's fucking funny. Yeah, you grow out of certain things. Like, let the kid grow, you that's know? That's true. 
don't because what was parents gonna do at that age be like well he identifies as a dinosaur or let's get him some scales get this fucker a cage we'll throw raw meat at him like what are you talking about it's a child let him have fun let him grow he'll, yeah. he'll learn he'll grow into it or he'll become maybe he has a mental problem he really thinks it's a dinosaur you'll see that later That's but true. don't fuck with the kid then if they had put scales on him or they started then obviously the kid would be an adult who's fucking weird yeah he would he would go towards what yeah. has been planted exactly in over and over but don't do that let them it's the same thing with that's why i tell people even for religion you know when the kid's small don't scare the kid don't tell him crazy bro, religious bro, shit bro i i'm gonna share it bro i i grew up in an ultra greek my mom just to tell you if our religion would say yeah strap him with tnt and put him in a bus my mom would have done that too. yeah they're crazy fanatics she, my mom was a fucking fanatic like i mean that's crazy. Uh, it, it, she, Our religion doesn't say that. Yeah, like like she would have put me in a bus and be like, oh, "I love you, Nikon Pedimus, Jesus," and she would have oh let me blow God, my. I hate and then that she would have a picture of me, like the whole martyr victim. She would have been like honored for me. She would yeah, be like, that's just crazy. It's fucked up. And I, I went to Sunday school. Uh, I went to, first of all to Pater Victor. You couldn't even get me to go to Monday school, bro. I'm gonna go to Sunday school. <laughs> okay. I, I went to Pater Victor. This was an ultra religious Greek school, bro. They okay. used to fucking smack us and shit. Whatever. <laughs> Teacher fucking beat me, threw me down the stairs. Whatever. Jesus Christ. Yeah, fucking hardcore. And then they took me to Sunday school and I was asking too many questions. So they didn't like it. So they kicked me out of Sunday school and they put me to as an altar boy. Oh. So I want an altar boy every Sunday going to church. And then my mother would show me. Videos on exorcism. Yeah, I had and, a friend and, whose and, father would do and, that. And like, you know, this is the devil and Satan. Bro, I'm fucking, it fucks with a kid. You bro, don't know. I, I, like the first time, like I, I fucking touched my penis. I thought I was going to go to hell. I would go pray after. I, <laughs> yeah, because it scares it you. It fucks right? you up, bro. I couldn't sleep. I had to pray. And bro, this was till 14 years old, bro. Yeah, you don't fuck with kids like that, man. Like, I mean, I was terrified that I was going to go to hell. Uh, Satan. I watched Satanist shit. My mom would sh bombardment, bro. Uh, like, you understand? Look, I talk about it. Have you ever heard of septic flesh? No. Okay, septic flesh is a band in Greece, right? They're the number one, one of the top bands that like, and the guy's a huge- Like metalcore. Metalcore, hardcore, like Satan. I hate that shit. Right? And the guy's a huge fan, right? So he writes to me and I'm like, fuck, oh, cool. He goes, you're doing a seminar. So he comes to meet me in Greece. I have no idea who this guy is. So he walks in, he goes, oh, I'm Dino, nice to meet you, whatever. And then he goes, oh, I'm, I'm the lead guitarist of Septic Flesh. And then the other guy goes, wait, you're Septic Flesh? Holy shit. So people heard. They were taking pictures of him. I'm like, who the fuck Septic Flesh? Huh. So I see his shit. He's like Satan and shit and there's skulls. It's all an act. He's just fucking around. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's the sweetest, nicest guy, soft Yeah, it's just, it's metal. So I'm looking at him. I'm, like, I'm looking at him scrolling. I'm like shitting my pants. I'm like, I can't. So he comes to Montreal to do a show. And he invites me, right? So I'm like, okay, Dino. Like I'm all the way from Greece. I'm like, fuck, it's, uh, fuck I'm going to come. And he's a great guy. We go out, I see him. He goes, I only have a couple of hours. You know, they're on tour. Yeah. So I, we go eat, whatever. Then I go back and he takes me upstairs uh, to the changing room, whatever. And we're chilling. And then like, he's putting on the costumes and I'm like, I'm spooked out, right? He oh, goes, they're that scary. Yeah. I, I, and then he goes, come see the show. So I walk in all this, the time. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm getting the fuck. Bro, I didn't sleep that night. Because it still fucks within your head. It still fucks in my head, bro. I was like, getting like i'm like and i told him i said i told him you know I, I said i can't like i mean i was so terrified as a kid yeah what my mom did to me like i mean it's fucked up man like and it was very like i mean i still i don't watch horror movies i don't watch um horror movies i don't watch anything that is like satanist or i stay away from that shit because it, it fucks up with my head i'm like i'm not scared of it but I know it's going to trigger old shit. And I'm like, I don't even want to go there. I know yeah. it's bullshit. Like, I mean, 
but it's still like it's still in the back of your mind. It still, still scares yeah, you. It's still like fuck. It's it it, it it what scares me. I know it's fake. I got I met the, the guitarist. I know he's not the. Yeah, fuck but it's still it's in the back of your mind because you grew up that way. I what scares me is what scares me is the fact that it scared me. Like it's it, what scares me is it, 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 I don't even want to say the word scare. What what I don't enjoy is like I've been there, done that, and it brings you back that same feeling. Yeah, it's like I don't want to go there. I know it's not real, and there's nothing positive out of that. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's like. Rah. But it was fuck, man, like all that religious stuff. And it's so easy. You take a kid's, like, and I was an altar boy. I saw some of the kids growing up there. We talked about, like, yeah. some of the kids growing up there grew up in this extreme ultra religious stuff. It fucks up and yeah, mess up with your head you where you're going to fucking turn around. And my mom wanted me to become a priest and shit. Get out like, of she here. was like, ah, oh, I had a Jewish girlfriend. You know what she did to her? She what? threw holy water on her and told her, Jesus loves you. You put Jesus on the cross. She goes. She goes. To, crazy, she goes up to my girlfriend. She goes. What religion are you? She goes. Oh, I'm Jewish. Ah, Jewish. I have some. Uh, she goes. No, no. She done. goes. She goes. You put Jesus on the cross, huh? But he, but he forgive you. So I go. Fuck. Oh. Imagine your girlfriend's like. I've actually never met the man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes in. Her, she goes in the room. She pulls out a bowl with water and oil. She pulls out the big cross, and she starts throwing oil and water all over the place. She walks up there. We got to get the Jew out of here. She smacks Jeez. her with a cross. And the, the big leaf, bam, in her head, there's oil coming down. She goes, what are you? I'm like, Nick, can you tell your mom to stop? She goes, mom. I'm like, stop. It's my house. I'll do what I want. Yeah. But, but bro, they're f- these people are dangerous. Bro. Yeah, you got to be careful. Any religious fanatic. I know you brought this up because you thought maybe uh, religious Muslims are going to kill me. Um, <laughs> I doubt it. I mean, yeah, I doubt it. But it's not only like Muslims. I mean, like any fanatic religion. Like yeah. Even like, I mean, when you go to these, like when you visit in the US and like these hardcore Jesus people. Yeah, they're all crazy. If you say something, bro, they'll be like, you spoke about my Jesus. How dare you? Like, I mean. But they make me want to make fun of them. What do you want me to do? You're so fucking crazy. I can't help it. It's at the tip of my tongue. I'm going to say something crazy. I can't. They're so stupid. You've seen those guys, the evangelical ones that like. Uh, they're like, we're going to take the devil out of you. And there's fat guys that walk up to them and they go like, ah, fireball. And they start shaking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to make fun of that. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah. Praise the, the Lord. Like, shaking? But it's, it's like, come on, fatty. It's, if you could shake a, like that, usually you'd be all right. Like, one come of on. the scariest things I ever saw, bro, was um, it's once a year, right? They do this thing against exorcism. Where does this happen? In, in church, right? It's once a year where they say- At what time? In the middle of the night? When is it? It's a 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. It's once a year. And the priest reads for forty five minutes, and if you're extra, if you're if you're if possessed you demons, by the devil, it comes come out? out. Yeah, and shit like that. When, right? I gotta go tape this. So, bro, so I, I'm a kid now. I'm fucking twelve years old. I'm holding the candle, and there's two in the priest read. I still remember this, oh and I'm god. holding, and suddenly you hear, and the person's going through nervous, like, oh my god, he's possessed, and I'm in the fuck. I'm a little kid. I'm shitting my pants. I'm looking at this. I'm fucking shaking, and the people are like, oh my god, hold him down, and the priest is saying a prayer. I'm like, what the fuck. I remember I got. I gotta home. go to this. When is this? <laughs> Find out when this is. I I, I don't want to speak to. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get Poseidon to come to. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you know, bro, it's the fight, bro. And I remember, and then and then and then I finished church. I go out from the back because I didn't want to go from the front because I'm like I'm already like, and then I see the person's like, uh, and I'm like fuck. I ran out from the back. I'm like I went home, bro. I was like, <sighs> I thought, God, I think that's just a mental problem. People, it is. It is. Feel, that's all it is. You know, like the placebo effect. 
where they shrink you into yeah. the, that's what happens the guy's like I have a lot of problems maybe it's this and then he says maybe it's me and he starts acting all fucking weird and shit <laughs> fuck that's all it is it's just people believing in their own bullshit hey, that's all it is M- Mike are you religious in your pastor? no not at all I like how you asked him that after he's been laughing for a half hour <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can't force someone to believe you can't someone. force someone man you can't force someone because uh, what's gonna happen is the more you force the more they're gonna push back that's all it is that's all it is so especially a little kid like, give him the core values yeah you know don't be a fucking cunt you know, just you, and you raise little good humans like that. You know, be kind to people. It doesn't matter what the other person believes, yeah, as long as they're cool, people be cool with them. Raise that type of person. If you raise the type of person that, oh, that's a Jew, they're going to hell. You got to be mean to the Jew. Like, get the fuck. How are you going to live in society if every different person that doesn't think the way your mother thought, you can't get along with? That's why it's wars. Yeah. yeah you, there's there's wars. no way you're going to be able to get along with anyone because everyone's different. My, guaranteed in, in this room you're going to have stuff with me that we don't believe in the same thing we don't yeah. agree with you're going to have the same with me with him you can't agree on everything together yeah, yeah. if you get to the point where oh, he thinks differently about this subject well fuck him he's the enemy that's crazy that's crazy mm-hmm. yeah. but th- th- like you said that's where we're start is that the idea of a war is that my beliefs I believe in my beliefs so much that I'm willing to die for them yeah. that's really what it is I'm willing to die but think about it the person who's going out there fighting for his beliefs actually believes it yeah that's what's scary he actually believes it we could we could think he's crazy but in his head he's he's the right one i'm trying to save you yeah i'm really trying to save you how do you how do you you know how you save him by getting the fuck out of here just get the fuck out of here but how do you how do you argue how do you teach somebody how do you like i mean it takes awareness and consciousness to stop and be like okay i believe in what i believe but do i need to impose it do i need to conquer do i need to save you it's the idea of saving if not if you believe in what you believe in i'm like you know, you're an atheist. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. I, I believe in Jesus and Christ to its fullest bone, but I respect you. You respect yeah. me. And at the end, that's the fucking base. It's open-mindedness. Yeah. Yeah, unless somebody comes and tells me they believe in Odin, what's, I'll make fun of what's them. What's Odin? Like, you know, Thor, like a Norse mythology. <laughs> You're going to laugh when I'm going to tell you guys now. Tell me. You believe in Odin? I want to, I want to, there's a new religion in You Greece. want to start a cult? No, I thought about Oh, it. you're talking about the 12 gods of Olympus yeah, that's coming back? Yeah. Yeah, that's another dumb thing. I, my buddy Louis, I think, isn't part of that. It's Who's so that? I, 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 want, I, want, I want in. Oh, I want in, bro. I want to believe in that because at the end, it's what you believe. I believe in the twelve oh, gods. That's <clears throat> but, insane, but, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm I'm descendant of Zeus. For uh, well, I don't know, bro. <laughs> like it's too much. He's gonna be like, get I off can't. the fucking podcast. No, no, no. no I just a, Mike's an alien, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, twelve gods. More likely, most likely, if it, they were around, they were fucking aliens. If you if you read the mythology, you read the stories. If anything, they were aliens. They came from high above. Uh, Mount Olympus, apparently, it was like a palace made of crystal. And once a year, the palace would get off Mount Olympus and fly away and then come back. That's That all sounds like aliens. They came and brought us knowledge we didn't know about and they taught us. That's the same shit that the Sumerians are writing. It's all alien shit. <laughs> so if you think that they were real, then you just believe that aliens came here and uh well there's no doubt mixed. there is life in another like we can't, we there's can't some kind it. of life on another planet. It's so vast and huge. There has yeah. to be. I just don't know to what level to it what is because we always play like oh, they must be more advanced than us. But what if there are alien life? What if we're the most advanced? Well, yeah, who knows? You never know. What if this is the, the pinnacle right now and they, there's anything is possible. I'm just saying that the 12 gods thing, as gods clearly didn't exist because if they did, they would still be around. They'd be like, hey, what the fuck's everyone doing? <laughs> you know, They would be down doing what they used to do, which is having sex with people because that was the best thing about the 12 gods, but, but, right? But I love the concept of the 12 of gods. Of course, because Greeks always write personally. So Greeks made even their gods. We made them personal. We made them have flaws. Yeah. Nobody would write like that before. God can't have a flaw. Greeks did. Greeks were like, no, they're because if we're made in their image, right, they're gonna have flaws. But everything they wrote about, uh, when they try to explain stuff, like I said, if you 
at the time you couldn't explain certain shit, man. You had to explain it away via magic. Yeah, that's what it is. But but also a lot of good stories, a lot of good lessons that will lessons that you'll teach your son too. You'll just use a different modern version of the story. Mm-hmm. But back then they're like, no, let me teach you why you shouldn't fuck someone else's wife because <laughs> it could be one of the gods disguised as a goat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's weird. But it's funny. I remember when I I I was working at the club and one of the guys it was actually like most of the doormen some of them are knuckleheads he was a smart one he studied i don't know if it was theology or or religion or something mm. and he looked at me he goes don't you find a coincidence he goes you're greek how many gods was there 12 how many apostles did jesus have 12 and like don't you see the resemblance of the story yeah it's always the repeated it's always repeated it's yeah always it seems same. astrological yeah it can't be 12 and 12 and one god jeez one like at some point there's 12 be... 12 months to yeah the 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 uh the astrological the zodiac yeah. signs it's all very very the fish you know the pisces it's, it's all it's all it's all connected man well, it's not that it's all connected it's all it's it's as if somebody's trying to tell the same story over and over that's that's all it is you know it's trying to teach them is. go go yeah of course yeah. of course you're free to go god damn it yeah yeah damn you're awesome bro yeah we're getting old <laughs> he's gonna end up getting locked out yeah he's gonna end up getting locked out he won't leave the door open he's gonna end up getting locked out why because it's locked oh yeah it yeah unless out. he leaves it open yeah so we're gonna get mike but yeah we're gonna start winding down anyway we fuck this was a good show bro Did i you? love doing this shit bro my cousin you, bro you, you gotta have, I have to meet your cousin bro, what does he do he owns a food <laughs> he does is off record yeah uh we'll go off record in a second Let's bring them out. But I just want to plug all your stuff. Yeah. Where are they going to go for your stuff? Uh, they could visit my website, nickjosos.com. Yeah. Um, as well as my YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, again, they just got to Google nickjosos.com. But well, all the links are in the description. Yeah. Uh, and there's also links for our uh, Mike Brosa, Anabolic Aliens. Yeah. Uh, his YouTube channel. The app. The app is fucking free. There's yeah, no yeah, reason why you shouldn't download awesome, it. Man. X-Surprise, it's a really yeah. good app. And what's the name of the app? Xerprise. Xerprise. Yeah. There's going to be a link to them. I'm to put the links to everything. Yeah. So right now, people are actually listening. The links are all there. Um, and you two are collaborating a lot. So yeah. they're going to see a lot of cross content between the channels. Yeah. Uh, make sure you subscribe to all the YouTube channels so you get everything at full. Because like we said earlier, they're going to do certain special event on one. And then the rest of it's going to be on the other one. So yeah. it's kind of that cross promotion. Um, Pantelliscomedy.com. If you don't already know, head over there to catch all my stuff. Uh, by the next episode, hopefully my voice will have cleared up. By the way, if anybody's nervous about my voice, I got it from this fucker. He got me <laughs> sick when I was training with him. I took his 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 illness, and now it's on me. And with that, that's all you're gonna get. That's the Pandellas podcast. That's right, baby. That's it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.